Welcome back, guys. This is episode four of Simply Complicated, the podcast. I am your host, Katie Dean, and I am stoked that you're here. Thank you so much for giving me your ears for the next hour, because that is how long this beautiful conversation Lauren Alita and I just had. She is a mentor of mine. I've worked with her on and off for the past two years, maybe even more, and been in her orbit for much longer than that. She is a writer. She has created some beautiful tarot cards. She does soul reading. She's an intuitive. She is a modern day mystic and a human consciousness explorer. Honestly, she is absolutely magical to listen to and to experience. And all she does, in all she does, it's just, honestly, you know, those people who are just totally epic. She's one of those people for me, and I know that she will be for you as well. So if you want to hear about um, intuition, strengthening our relationship with ourselves, if you want to hear about energy, our energy fields, um, and all that cosmic awesomeness, you're going to love this interview. I give you Lauren Alita with our Simply Complicated interview. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for coming on the Simply Complicated podcast today. You are an absolute mentor of mine, and I know we've been having a bit of a chat um, just before, but I'm so glad that you've come on and said yes. Oh, it's, um, I always love talking to you, Katie. You know that. <laughs> we get in conversations, and they go all sorts of places to all sorts of depths and heights. So I'm just stoked that you have invited me. Thank you. Well, thank you. And for those that don't know which who you are, which I think they'd have to be, you know, well, you know what, we all move in different circles, but you've been a huge part of my, like, growth work and healing work over the past few years. Can you explain to the beautiful people who are listening what it is that you actually do? I can try. <laughs> uh, I never know quite how to explain what I do. Um, so I suppose I work as an intuitive, but that is I read energy. So everybody off puts energy. And um, my deep desire is to assist people in re-establishing their connection with themselves, like their deeper soul self, their deeper essence. Um, because I believe unequivocally, like it's like I know that everybody has like this unique map, this unique path inside. And it doesn't have to be this great big, everyone's got a huge life purpose in, in a very ego-based kind of way. But we've all, us being here, being the beautiful like soul essence of who we are, super powerful. And when we turn up completely as ourselves, wholly trusting in who we are and listening to that like in, in, intuitive little whisper inside that's guiding us at all times, um, we, we light up, we stand out, we can, our energy travels and impacts people in, in beautiful and positive ways. And um I think that's what the world needs, you know. Everybody's here to do a thing, um, whether it be the be an amazing mother to being a politician to being, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Like when people are on in their zone and and aligned in themselves, their energy is vibrant, and um, you know that that's what we're needing. It's the next phase, I believe. It's the next phase of our evolution. It's it's where we're going as a collective community. Our consciousness is rising and shifting, and so so therefore our our energy and the and the way in which we communicate, which is um, predominantly energetic, even though we might not realize it, we communicate predominantly energetically than what we do with our body language or our you know our, vo our actions and and our words um so yeah I guess I, I kind of assist people in reconnecting with them and I make some things so I write and I um have made a couple of decks and there might be a few other 
creations to come, um, just tools to help people in in anchoring back into them and, you know, supporting people to be who it is that they are. And you do it so beautifully. I have um, your beautiful oracle cards. I also have your book, The Seasonal Soul. Um, And honestly, they're such such powerful um, and intuitively based resources like they mm-hmm. they help us to become more intuitive and to trust ourselves so yeah. everything that you were saying about what you do I was like yep you do that yep you've done that for me like yep 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 yeah. totally um yeah. now one I had a soul reading from you a couple of years ago yeah and what blew me away was that especially in terms of our energy we are not just our body our energy field is yeah. way bigger than us can you talk us through that oh well so um if you if you think about like a radio station tower or you know you think about wi-fi right um it's incredible we can you know hop on the computer google something up or get on netflix or turn on the radio station and we're able to tune into quite complex information so we've got a whole movie and that movie has got all these characters got the storylines got these visual images like it's it's translating massive amounts of information and um, we do that you know super easy we just like oh duh I'm going to hop on Netflix I'm going to google this thing or I'm going to tune to the radio station we're exactly the same so we as beings as energetic beings we output enormous amounts of unseen information what's unseen to the uh physical eye um and it streams out like radio waves or like heat waves and you see coming off a road it streams out like that um and it's communicating huge amounts of different information that sometimes is you know really complementary so it's not like you're always emitting just one thing you're emitting multiple many many things all at once um and this is where, you know, when we're feeling a bit off, when we're feeling a bit out of alignment or when we know we've got this deeper hurt and pain that we're trying to mask over um, uh, or push to the side or not acknowledge, that's that's still being communicated out whether or not you feel like you are doing that overtly or, yeah. Yeah. or not. Yeah, so... Um, but when we start to really clean up our energy and really uh, tune into ourselves, honor ourselves, love ourselves, you know, address any of our funky stuff, then our frequency, our energetic emanation is getting crisper, getting clearer, getting more in tune, like more, there's like, we're really juicing up our own essence. And so when you come across those people, you you just feel good around them. Like you're like, wow, they're just so vibrant. They really are who it is that they are even if we're confronted by those people. And it's sometimes those people especially that I love, we think of, you know, really global iconic people who can, you know, be a bit like, oh, you sort of, I don't know if I totally like you, but I love that you are so you. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's powerful. So uh, the other thing I was going to say with your energy field you think when people come up and they're in your personal space and you're kind of like, oh, can you just like, you're too close to my body. What you're actually saying is you're in my energy field and I didn't invite you in. You're now too, you're in my energy body. And I didn't, I didn't invite you into my energy body. You're in my bubble. You're in my space. And so that would be um, to give a visual description of, of your energy field that's what it's like or when a person is um, when you're feeling scared or when you're feeling a bit nervous or apprehensive a bit shy we suck our energy energy like field in we suck the bubble that's around our physical body in to try and make ourselves not as visible or feeling a bit scared so we want to re- constrict ourselves or when we're wanting to be like meh um uh, I'm a bit angry at you or I'm wanting to block you out. You don't get any right now to know anything about me. We make our energy field harder, more unreadable, um, like more like walled up. And you know, these are things that we can feel as we are either walling ourselves up or if we're on the end of someone who has 
you know, wall themselves up. What we're feeling is their energy field going, no. Um, yeah, I don't know if that totally answered your question. But... Oh, totally. And I'm now I'm like 50 other million questions coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm clutching my pen so tightly because I'm so excited. And that's the thing. Like we, you know how we will meet someone and instantly there's something about them that we're just not – vibing Vibing with there's something about them that we're reading we're just a bit off but so often you know our um conscious mind or you know tries to override it and go oh well maybe we're just doing something wrong maybe this maybe that where it's so important to trust the vibes and not try and paint over it with a different color um the vibes don't lie exactly they don't they don't. And it can be too, you know, you can really like another person, but sometimes you're you're picking up that there's something a little sketchy or a little wonky or a little off and it doesn't make them, you know, a bad person by any means or, you know, but it's more, I'm, I just think you're wonderful, but there's this little thing or in this little area, I feel like, um, oh, I feel a little, it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And we, if we have the opportunity to get to know somebody more closely, then we will probably come to learn, look, there's that funny thing you do and it feels really yucky and why do you do that and what's that about? And um, like pretty much 100% of the time if a person is willing, that little funky off vibe thing that they do, firstly they may not realise, it might not be fully conscious but um, or it might be and that will stem from usually some kind of coping mechanism um, or protective measure um, around some kind of hurt or pain. Um, yeah. And, and that's what we call shadow. You know, that that's where, you know, it's sometimes when people are like almost overly nice to the point of it seeming fake and you're like, why, why are you so being so over the top here when just turn it down? Um, or you can feel that they're just not being really real and genuine. Um, yeah. you know, if you have the chance to get to know a person more closely, um, yeah, you come to learn that no, they've actually got a little bit of hurt there and they're a bit, you know, afraid or they don't feel good enough or it was because of this other thing. And this is the beautiful thing around, A, trusting ourselves. Yes. um, Because when we can trust ourselves, so we can say, hey, I really, I really like love, accept you as an individual. And I trust myself. I can see you've got some funky shit, but I really trust me. And I have an opportunity to develop a connection with you where maybe we can both be vulnerable and we can assist each other in being able to like heal um, or be able to, you know, mirror things back where we can, um, you know, realign and sort of rise up. And and uh, it's, it's really true what's about when you connect deeply with yourself and you really trust yourself and you really believe in yourself, you're able to put – you're able to um, – Know what to do even when you might be working with people, family, friends or colleagues, clients, and um, they're, they're a bit funky. It's like, hang on, I, do you know what I mean? We can yeah. trust ourselves so much that we can also be moved into situations where then we're able to work with others and um, explore explore different realms with other people. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And coming back to the trusting ourselves, this is basically coming around to our intuition. And so many women or just people in general, have they become disconnected Mm. with that feeling of that they actually do have all the answers. And it's Mm. so easy to do. Like I know when I first started working with you, I was so disconnected Mm. and it was just through my divorce and I don't know whether I'd had Oki or not, but um, no, yeah. Yeah. I was so out of touch um, with that little voice inside me, I think, mm. in so many different ways. And you absolutely helped me get back in touch with that um, mm. and who I was as a person. So thank you for that. Um, do you remember what you told me to do one day when I was like, I think you were like, so what do you what do you want to do? Or like, I was so busy and I was like, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I don't know what I told you. What oh, you did. Okay. So you, you were like, you need to do nothing. 
yeah. you need to just slow down. You need yeah. to stop. It's so hard to do. Like Isn't I it? am, I am um, so impressed, so impressed by people who can genuinely then start to begin to unpack um, the the almost um, it's ego driven, like human self driven desperation to continually be proving and striving and being excessively busy and trying to do all the things mm. and then they start to go fuck I'm 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 burnt out I'm exhausted what yeah. am I even doing racing around and they start to like slowly begin to stop and and do nothing um because it's not I don't know about your experience but I know when I've done that it's not easy to do because oh, you're having to all of this internal self-soothing all the time because you're in this like compulsion to do stuff that thing that's motivating you yeah because often driven by a belief of I'm not enough or I'm not good enough or um I always need to prove my worth um or people only like me when I am ABC um that's a big one yeah yeah and you you gave like you put the question to me like anytime that you have a free moment or any time actually it was any time what do I want to be doing right now exactly what do I want to do and honestly it was such a game changer it gave me permission to go well shit okay what do I want to do today what do the kids and I want to do today what is going to serve us in our highest good and by doing that it actually started to put me back in touch with being aware of what lights me up and what and where the the people and the instances that were sucking my energy out yeah and that's that's where it comes back to starting to trust that intuition and making that decision and giving yourself permission yeah to be in the driver's seat which was is major yeah yeah it's also it's authenticity so um Gabor Mante, who is a doctor and also a psychologist, um, he says something really powerful and to me um, very potent and completely aligned with my experience now in working with individuals is at some point in time, often within childhood, and it doesn't, uh, probably always in childhood really, it doesn't even need to include a traumatic instance, but it is that when you know, attachment to say a primary caregiver so the first we experience love first with our mother and, and or parents and or caregivers you know and these foundations and, and we learning we are we are learning that parent we are learning that mother and we learn inadvertently when I am good they like me and when I am maybe outspoken or when I don't agree or when I um, you know, have a tantrum or it's oh my very, God. I'm very laughing not. because my poor eldest son is figuring this out. <laughs> like, right. Terrible. Then, then I'm not, then I'm not accepted. Right. Yeah. So we learn they're being programmed or we are all being programmed to, um, when, um, attachment is threatened. So when the child feels like, oh, I'm not going to be cared for or loved or accepted if I am my authentic self, then attachment will always trump authenticity. And this is then when we learn, this is how we become disconnected from our intuitive, our soul self, that soul guidance self. And um, yeah, this is then we, we learn, we get more and more instilled, we go into school and we learn, oh gee, if I'm a little bit different, then, you know, people don't like me as much or when I say these things or people think I'm really quite crazy and out there and it's like we want to we want to fit in because that's human nature. But at the same time, we work really hard at trying to fit in. We are disconnecting ourselves from ourself, from our larger soul self. We are eroding our self-belief and our self-trust. And at some point in our life, we will be life circumstances will get us to a point where it is now, fuck, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what I want. I don't even, I'm looking at what I've created in my life and I'm like, not fulfilled. This isn't really me. 
And I'm now having to choose my authentic self and upset people and, you know, undo things that I've done and rebuild um, so that I can be me. And then when we do that, this is what I mean. We're emanating such a beautiful, vibrant essence, like a vibrant energy. People naturally will gravitate towards that but that that's kind of the process of what of what happens and there's nothing wrong with that either because the path is always the path that's that's right i mean it's part of it's part of re-membering remembering you know um, i like that yeah it's part of um it's part of our soul growth it's part of our you know our each individual as well as the collective consciousness rising you know, it, it will get to the point that um, so many of us will just, you know, come into the world like this and we will be supported by then these parents that have, you know, yeah, it's it's all like exactly as you say. It's all perfect as it's designed. There is nothing wrong with it. But to put it in a way that you, an individual can understand, well, why am I so disconnected? It's so subtle. It's um, but it would have been done over many years and never in a purposeful, mean, nasty way. It is. It is. It's evolution. This is how it, how it works. Yeah. Oh, fully. And I can see things that I'm. My eldest son is very fiery. He's a big personality, and I, you know, that's really hard has been really challenging to find the balance of letting him feel all his feelings and have that space at the same time as going. But also have boundaries. Yeah. And also going, this is, you know, we've got now, because he's he's just turned five today, like I was just saying. Yeah. We now have, you can, now he's got the um, emotional awareness where he can feel all his feelings, but the explosive tantrums. Yeah, you have got to like that. dial back, you know. So it's it's you, that dance, and our parents were like, because it's easy to listen to this and go, oh, that's you know they should have made, held space for me better. But everyone's just doing no, the best that they can, aren't they? Totally, completely. Everybody's doing the best that they can, and more than that, on a number of things. Firstly, when you were talking about your son, you're supporting him in you know understanding and harnessing being in control of himself, being able to understand and um, process his own emotions and energy in a way that's really empowering for him. So it's like, I'm going to allow you to feel those things. Let me help you feel those things, but also let me um, support you in learning how to do something really healthy with it, to do something really positive with it. Like that's amazing. Um, And then the other thing is, we choose our parents really specifically. That That's not by chance, by any stretch of the imagination. Your children or you chose your parents um, really specifically. You chose their energy essence. You chose like the intergenerational things that they, you know, the, the information that comes down through your, your um, maternal and your paternal lineage. You have even cho- chosen specific um incidences potentially like my mother died when I was young I know unequivocally that I chose that as being part of my path to assist me in in my own soul growth this lifetime like there is you know it's not it's not by chance at at all and that's such a beautiful thing and I know there will definitely be people who are hearing that and feeling really triggered um when instances have you know unraveled within their life um And they're feeling like that, why me? Yeah. When they're ready, I believe that we can choose only when we're ready to find purpose and give purpose to these really awful events. Because some things that go on are just plain brutal and savage and not fair. I would agree. I would agree. 100%. 100%. It doesn't, um, I'm not saying it makes it okay and I'm not saying it makes it right um, at all. Um, it's, it's terrible. Um, but I look at it for more the individual perspective of choosing, okay, like I I can't do anything to change that event that occurred or to change that thing that happened. I'm so sorry. Like, it's like when I think about that, I can't do anything about that now. So then what, what can I do with it? 
Like, what am I yes. here learning? Where is this hit me for me personally? Um, where can I, how can I grow from that? You know, and that's where, when you're ready to take your yeah. power back, that's where the power lies with all of these unfortunate or just heavy or dark or exactly. those events that can happen, oh, how we can I... move through it when we're ready. Yeah. Because, yeah, feeling everything well, is really important too, isn't it? Completely. It's the other thing too. So um, when people are really wanting to get in touch with their intuitive nature, their, their, their soul wisdom, that, that little voice where they can really learn to trust themselves, if they've experienced any form of trauma, and, and that's the thing, trauma is not, you cannot define, like trauma cannot be compared from one person to the next. Yeah. And um, what was traumatic for one person might not be anything for another for another. So it's really very individual and you can't, don't ever try and compare, oh, well, this person had it worse than me and therefore I'm going to be, it's really self-diminishing and not at all self-loving um, about anything that has actually genuinely hurt you. Um, but trauma when unprocessed energetically, when I see it as like conglomerates of energy that sort of block up. So if you're thinking about like a hose or a pipe or anything where there's meant to be flow and it's blocked or well, your your trauma that's um, unhealed or undealt with um, blocks you from being able to tune in and and access your intuitive guidance access that that soul knowing and it can be uncomfortable to them but once we begin to address and feel those emotions and have you know as i'm sure you know like in, the anxiety come up or the anger come up the big feels come up and we yeah. allow it and we keep we hold space for ourselves in it and we we process and clear it out and suddenly we're feeling we can, A, we know our strengths, we've taken some of our power back, but we start to, that um, energetic communication between our, like, soul self and our human, like, very conscious, ego-based mind sort of thing, that it is, um, we're feeling more in touch and more in tune, and we trust ourselves more, and we trust in the wisdom that is coming through ourselves more. Yeah, it's a big one. It's a huge one. And now you just said something which made me remember. So when we do sessions together, when I, I absolutely urge anyone who is listening to book in a session with Lauren. I will Thanks. honestly, <laughs> it's like something out of this world. So when uh -oh. you're working with Lauren, she is often holding crystals and she's working energetically with crystals. And I, you watch her and she's like moving energy around and I wanted, I'm like, what is she seeing? Because I am not seeing what she see. It's the most amazing thing to watch someone who, you know, when you're talking to people and they're talking about something that they're really passionate about and it doesn't matter what it is, but you can just, you're like in because they're in it and it's so oh beautiful to see. So when you're working with Lauren to watch her in her power and I don't know, oh, it's just, it's magic. Funny. It's pure magic. Thank you. So what do you see when you're like, <laughs> I, if you could see me now, I'm like moving my hands around. <laughs> it's, it's, I know you're seeing things and feeling things and downloading. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably way too big for one How answer because I'm sure you're seeing so many things. But what are you seeing? Yeah, well, it's a combination of things. So, you know, you notice me using my hand a lot or my fingers a lot probably yeah. as I'm tuning into you and I tilt my head on my side and I sort of slightly look away. Um, I'm tuning into the pulse of energy that you're streaming out. So what I'm looking for is any anomalies or anything that is calling for attention. So I'll do like I'll start to scan you um, and then I'll pick up on a frequency stream. So if you're just thinking about a stream of energy that's coming out, um, if you can imagine that in your mind, like a, it, it's a, like a radio wave and it's moving and it's moving at a, a pace and it has its own pulse, it might be quite quick. And so then it's wave is quite tight and it's moving fast. Or it might be quite slow. And then as I tune into it, I can feel the energy in it. And I'm like, Oh, this feels a bit wonky. It feels a bit off. It feels like something, what is this about? And as I really hone into, so I'm just bringing my focus and attention to that energy stream, then I start to be able to pull out, it's just like data, the information. And I don't really know how I learned how to do it. I think it just sort of happened. But um, so from there, I can get visual pictures. Um, I can like, I'll start to hear words. Um, 
that's how sometimes I do it. Sometimes I'll see a person, I'll just be like, wow, like I can just see colors and like information all through that field. Like it, it's different every time depending on um, what's happening. But I think how I work is most I'm here to support the person with where they are at right now and also to potentially open them up to the possibility of what is aligned and laying there as potentials for them should they do a little bit of like cleanup work and just start to, you know, like address whatever is their stuff or just, you know, let go of the things that are old um, that served them once upon a time but now longer doesn't. And, um, you know, you, you just a bit of realignment work and then it gets them on path and on track and they feel their own vitality and energy um, return. And come come with that, I guess, what's the hard part is, I know it's it's very hard for me too, and I'm just going to assume it's hard for other people as well. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a mindset thing as well. You know, it's like I'm starting to clean up this thing. Like I've got a bit of an old hurt or I've got to let go of these old stories. So if I have to let go of these old stories that I've built my life upon, I've got to open my mind up to new stories or new potentials. And that can feel a little bit challenging because we can feel in our body what we do, our energetic system. So sometimes I see people like, um, a motherboard and inside of a computer, you know, the motherboard, all little squiggly lines. And we, all those lines are like programming, you know, we have wired ourselves neurologically, literally in our neurology, literally in our nervous system, literally in our cellular memory with these old energetic patterns that are held within our field. And this is why when we get triggered by something, you just have to reflect upon yourself. When you get triggered either subtly or quite significantly, we respond in a very programmed manner. We go straight down that train of thought. We go take these these kinds of actions. And sometimes we're just on autopilot doing like the pattern that we've been programmed to do. And it can take a lot of, whoa, hang on, step back. I'm in that thing because I got triggered and whoa, like and this is part of that rewiring process that we need to do moving into our new stories like and, and creating those new stories. And, and that's, when, that's when our intuition that's being connected to our soul comes in because it tells us it, it can guide us as to what our new stories are or can be. If that makes sense. Oh, totally makes sense. And that thing about being triggered is basically we're, we're, we're reacting and responding from the past. Completely. And it blows yeah. my mind. I, I was reading um, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh, yeah. his supernatural, becoming supernatural is like blowing the lid off my brain. In yes, terms of amazing. what's possible and how our brain works and the rest yeah. of it. But you – oh, hang on, I'm going to cough. <coughs> <laughs> I hope that's working now. I, I thought I was going to mute it. But if you – if guys, if you are listening to me cough, I'm sorry. But it's just um, – it's happening. Anyway, it's, right. it's fine. We've all coughed before. Um, you introduced me to like cyclic living – sort of thing uh, and I think yes. one of the things that you um explained to me in those early days is that you know nothing blooms all year round and no. that we have seasons within our we life. do yeah and that's pretty much what your entire book is about the seasonal soul and it, it is, is out now but can you dive into that for us yeah no worries so I started to notice back when I was doing um, working, you know, within human services and community work with families and individuals. And then when I moved over to Inner and working with one-on-one, people would often come to me, especially within Inner working with me one-on-one and say things like, you know, um, I feel really stuck. I feel really down. I feel depressed. I don't actually know if I'm actually depressed, but I don't know what's wrong with me. I've been like this for a while. Um, I want to get out of this spot. And, um, you know, if I do a little tune-in check-in, you know, there might be, you know, some they're feeling a bit weighed down from 
this issue or that issue that maybe they haven't quite cleaned up. But oftentimes, uh, it's just because they're in a winter. Winter is really powerful. So we, we go through the season internally within ourself of winter, then spring, then summer, then autumn. And there are really distinct um, trademarks of each of those seasons that people experience within them. You know, so winter we can feel really kind of disconnected. We're like, like lifeless almost. We're sort of nothing really is getting us excited. We're just going through the motions. We sort of might be feeling either depressed or stuck. And um, even in that, sometimes we will go in the first beginning phase of winter we can feel it but we don't want to acknowledge it so it's like oh look I'm just having a bad day I'm having a bad week or it's been a bad month and we're, we're almost trying to avoid having to come to terms with hang on <laughs> I the stuff's just not right and and from there it's like identifying well what's not right what do I need to let go of what do I need to you know move away from or rebuild and this can be people this can be um you know, really anything, lifestyle choices, um, thought patterns, um, you know, things. And our body is amazing. I, I say like capital B body. I don't just mean our physical body. But our yeah. we get told intuitively, hey, that thing that happened to you five minutes ago, five, five months ago, five years ago, 15 years ago, 50 years ago even, potentially on your age, now is the time to address it. And it's interesting. I don't know if you've had this experience. You know, you can know all that thing back there that happened. Um, I know that's a bit of an ouchie, but we don't feel super compelled right now to address it. And then at some point, it's like, whoa, this just keeps coming up. I keep thinking about it. Keep Stuff keeps, and it's like, man, that's because your body is now, you are in the right space now that your body, capital B, is saying, you've got the, you've got the tools, you've got the skills, you've got the supports, you've got the strengths to now, let's look at this thing. It's time, right? Yeah. So that can be in a winter. Winter is profound. It is the most transformative transformative month and then we move out of winter into spring when we're feeling really quite light a little bit energized we're kind of like I think I know what I'm doing but I kind of don't really know what I'm doing but I'm really jazzed up about this thing over there I think I might and oh my god I don't know how to do that and what are people going to think but I don't actually give a fuck what people are going to think because I just feel like full of lightning bolts when when I'm when I'm when I think about that that potential decision I'm going to make. And so spring takes us through this process of we're a bit fumbly, we're a bit gumby, we're a bit like learning new things. We're often consuming a lot of information and material and we're making new decisions and we're making lifestyle choices. We start to vibrate differently. We start to attract new people into our lives. And then we you know we've got enough competency by the end of spring to like summer is action. Boom. This shit's going down. I'm starting to do that thing. I'm living what it was that was just a concept in my mind or, or a feeling or a notion that I had at the end of winter moving into spring. Summer is when it's happening. And it's like, whoa, look at this. It's all happening. It's all coming <laughs> together. I can't even believe it. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's incredible. You're doing all these wonderful things. And then autumn, autumn is often a re- reflective. We start to feel ourselves want to pull back a bit. We start to want to slow down because you know, spring and summer is pretty intense, right? Yeah. And, and so we're like, oh, I just oh, need to catch a breather. And we've grown so much. So we've grown in ourselves. We've grown energetically. We've grown as a soul. We've expanded through, you know, coming out of winter through spring and summer it's now time to you know take stock a little bit reflect what have I learned what did I do well what really what really is aligned to me what is actually not aligned to me that I need to start again to think about moving away from and autumn can feel a tiny bit scary because we get a hint of uh oh I'm gonna come back into winter again (laughs) you know and we Um, start it's that easy to feel like something's wrong because yeah. You, your energy starting to dip again and it's human nature to want to feel good. Well, but it's all be, part of the beautiful process. We can be really addicted to the high of something and, and that's our ego, that's our human self. It's like yeah. I just always want to be feeling up here and always be the one out there in the spotlight doing the thing, whatever your spotlight is. Yeah. Um, 
and it's you know if we do that we stagnate we can't grow anymore we're 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 the same um it's strange sorry i just got a really interesting visual image then i think about aging i'm 37 and it's interesting you know you start to notice yourself change your body change and your face change yeah it does and uh, my my cheeks are like slowly coming down but anyway this is not what that's about but yeah there's visual things when you're like oh right shifting and you totally but you see some women really try and and um resist aging right hectically resist aging and uh it almost gets to the point that it just it looks um ridiculous a little bit like we're just unnatural like you know they've just resisted it and then you see what I find really beautiful and I don't mean just women I mean all people really that just move gracefully with themselves whatever the way that looks like you know and they can be and and, uh, Roald Dahl says that, you know, you can be, what does he say? It's in the twits. You can be. Oh, I love the twits. I can't remember. Really ugly with messy hair and wonky teeth and big nose. But when you think good thoughts and you feel good thoughts, it just radiates out of you. And I think the same thing with aging. When we just like continue to move with it, we don't resist it. We don't stagnate. Like I think, and that's what I mean visually. I know it's a really weird analogy. Sorry. Not at all. I can totally get it. I'm, I'm with you. Well, autumn's like that. When if we want to always stay in the high of summer, we're resisting the beauty of what's to come. You know. Yeah. And, and um, yeah. So that's when I started to introduce this to people when I would work with them individually. Ah, oh, suddenly they'd be like, Ah, oh, oh my god! And so this is your cycle of growth. And um, it doesn't work with the seasons of the year. It uh, There is no time frame. You can move through one cycle, winter, spring, summer, autumn, quite quickly, or it can happen over a period of years. Um, and then you have like cycles within cycles. Like, well, um, Lauren, you're in my head. Like, honestly, I'm like going, I must ask you about that next. And then, the, and you're just saying uh, it all as I'm like, yeah, yeah, going well. It's um so you have let's say if we look at the different areas of your life we like just very gen- generically we can have our our personal life our love and relationships we can have our career or our profession profession or our thing that we feel really driven very purposeful in doing we can have our finances we can have our um you know our own spirituality whatever that is for you and all of these things we go through cycles if you've noticed we can have our home you can go you know for some reason it's like i'm just feeling like i really want to be at home right now and i want to decorate my house in a certain way or i'm needing to i feel like spring cleaning it all and it's like almost beyond your control it's like a little switch has gone off and it's like now is the time to focus on this and we go through that and maybe before it turned on, you were going, oh, I'm really over my house. You're like in a winter and you're really off it and you've like this, you, you, you're trying to, res- um, um, you're trying to resist this intuitive information that's telling you, hey, you're, you're, that maybe the energy at home is a bit stagnant and stale. And so what you're doing is like, oh, I'm just not into my house and I want to be out of the house. I don't want to be there. But we start to, you know, make amends with it and we think, okay, I'm going to clean up a bit. And then we start to clean up and it starts to feel really good. And then we go through this big thing and that's our focus right now. Or you notice a lot people's personal lives can be really flourishing really flourishing and at the same time their career is kind of off like that might be their career area might be in an autumn or it might be in a winter as they're starting to rework right where am I at and the thing that I also notice people might be a bit disconnected from themselves not reading so they might be trying to push really hard at their career sector at the work sector or what or at their personal relationship sector and it's just not on yet like you haven't you 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 haven't have to get in there and and do the work so it's kind of like pushing a boulder up a hill you know you're you're trying to make something work when it's it's just not at that at that phase you're not reading yourself you're not moving with your own rhythm and um the other really interesting thing to me it's not separate it's all interconnected all these smaller aspects of your life so when you start to like work with the energy that is on in the area of your life and you get it it will then like almost like um 
communicate back over to another area of your life. Um, so you've gone from really needing to address my finances. And as I'm working with my finances and doing my inner work around that, maybe about my self-worth, maybe about, you know, some funny habits. Um, but as I'm working with the energy within that smaller area and going through the cycle there, winter, spring, summer, autumn, it, it, intersects with then maybe your personal love life and the worth and the value that you might have inadvertently addressed in your by going through your money and finances translates over to exactly setting you up perfectly for what you needed to then move into maybe exploring relationships in there does that is that making sense absolutely and it all works together but if you know i've loved how because it's all well and good to say oh yes i'm in that season but you're not, um, you're not just, you don't just have to sit there and wait it out. Like that's what I loved about your book, yeah. um, that there's so many little rituals and um, things that you can do within that to support you within that season yeah. so that you yeah. are not only experiencing gotta, it but thriving yeah. through it. you got to participate in it. Like it's fun. Like – you know, it's like, do I want to watch a game of tennis? How, like, how enjoyable is that? Like, or am I going to like really step in and play it? Like, I want to, I want to play it. I want to get in and participate in my own growth and participate in my own exploration. And, you know, yeah, just, you know, that's what makes it fun. It's all opportunities. Like everything is a question and we are often the answers. So it's, you know, it's opening up conversations. It's invitations to um, understanding ourselves on another level. And they're not complicated. They're not like, you know, overwhelming. They're things that you can do and just bring awareness to how you are, like checking in. um, so and, so simple, so powerful though. Hey, like it's like so simple. Sometimes it can be overlooked. Oh yeah, overlooked. it's like these things and all of these things for emotional awareness. Um, they're so simple, but they're not always easy for us to move yeah. through. And that's the thing: yeah. simple and easy don't have to go hand in hand. Simple yeah. and for anyone to do. And I highly recommend the book. Um, That's so true. You're so right when you say that. Simple and easy don't always go hand in hand. No, and we think that they should. It's like, oh, it's like when people say those, you know, those four ingredient pancakes. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really simple, right? But the the actual pulling together of it and to make these forking pancakes might never turn out like the book. So that's why we just freestyle it. Or it's like sit down and tune in to yourself. Okay, that seems really simple. Like, da, what's that going to do? And then the person sits down, but they can't because it's like, oh, this is bringing up anxiety or I feel really uncomfortable or my mind is racing or I don't have the time. And then suddenly it's as simple as we'll just sit down and tune in is now, oh, hang on, this isn't actually as easy as it sounds to do. Yeah, but it's allowing that first pancake to suck. Exactly. You know, it's like exactly like cooking. Like if you heat up the pan, the first pancake's always dodgy, but eventually the mixture will be okay. And it's the same thing with your, you know, like sitting down and getting your butt wherever to tune in. I used to find it so overwhelming. And it's only until recently that I've actually been able to sit and like do my energy work again because I've spent so much time doing all the other little bits and pieces where – there's no negative feelings. Like I, there are none. They're just, yep. if we allow them to come and go. We accept ourselves in it. We're like, I'm feeling like a pile of rubbish or I feel like that was a really big mistake and I feel a bit ashamed or a bit embarrassed. Instead of making it wrong, we're like, oh, I accept you. It's okay. I love yeah. you for it. It's all right feeling like that. You know, we're you're saying awkward. that to yeah. We're all messy yeah. and we're all awkward and everyone's yeah. just figuring it out. That's for sure. Totally. Lauren, I have absolutely loved this conversation. I know so many people are going to get so much out of it. And I really hope that everyone goes and grabs your book, all the Oracle cards, because they're next to my bed. <laughs> but where can we get the seasonal soul if people want to grab it? Oh, yeah. So. I'm a little bit excited because today I am launching, or it has launched. It's live at the moment, but I haven't even had a chance to look Stop. at it. Stop. My, my new website. It's so cool. <gasps> so 
if you just go over there and there's a shop, like, I mean, it's pretty easy to navigate, right? It's a website. So you go <laughs> shop and there's some things on there and, um, yeah, there's bits and pieces. And I think I'm really, um, really grateful to Alana. Um, who, She's amazing. Alana yeah, Helbig, this is. This is Yeah, Alana Helbig. She created um, my website and it is just the most beautiful representation of me and in a hue like she just nailed it you know when you're really trying to translate your vibe your style your brand you know yeah. what you have in your mind holy mackerel this woman just got it and um I'm so grateful to her so what I think is exciting it's so ridiculous I'm like oh don't go and book a session or or uh buy my thing I'm like man is this just the oracle check card it. thing no, just have a look at the feast oh. for your eyes, that whole website. It's just like it's pretty. She's done such a beautiful job. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> it is beautiful. But where, because what I think is really cool that I've seen, you can, you know, get your intuitive hit with. Oh, Instagram is is that little video that I made. Yes. Yeah, Instagram. So it's just, oh, so that's there. Uh, look, it has some tr- trouble. This That's an issue on its own, but. You can, people, if you're interested, go have a it's look. It's so and cool. Check it out. I will put all of these um, links in the show notes. But honestly, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited. Thanks. And I'm so glad that we got to talk today. I didn't know that your website was live today. So yeah, I'm totally going to go and like creep around there after yeah. this. Thank you, babe. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Honestly, um, your friendship and your wisdom and knowledge has been um, really impactful for me over the years too. I know we've had ongoing conversations on and off (laughs) over the years, um, you know, cheering each other on and and sort of, you know, acknowledging each other's funky stuff every now and then. Um, I'm very grateful to you. Thank you. I appreciate you so much, but thank you so much. And I will link everything. Please go and find Lauren, check her out, give her a follow. And if you did love this episode, like, share, subscribe. It really, really helps the podcast. And I mean, I would love to send as many people Lauren's way because I know how impactful and just supportive working with her and just everything that she does is just so authentic. So please go and check her out. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you.